Hey gals and guys, it's your host, Phil Larson, and this is your motivational high five on making. Let's do this. Hello, welcome back to your motivational high five. If you're new here, welcome. It's a short bite-sized podcast meant to get to uh, straight to the point and uh, to examine things about our own selves and our own lives. And we, we introduce a practice at the end of the episode that is about our lesson uh, today to help reinforce positive narratives and storytelling in our own lives and help rewire our brain as supported by science. So welcome. I hope you stay and stick around for more episodes into the future. This podcast comes to you free as long as I am making money in other ways <laughs> and I'm able to spend my to some time once a month uh, t- to create this podcast. But there are some costs to making and producing and releasing a podcast. And if you feel led to support this a little bit, please visit phillarson.net slash support and you'll find all the different ways you can support your motivational high five. Today, we have a very special guest. (laughs) Um, She's special to me. She is my wife. Uh, She's been a guest on the podcast once before, and um, I'm just really excited what she has to say to you. Kylie and I have started a new venture together. I alluded to it a little bit in the last episode, and I'm excited to share it with you guys today. So keep listening to Kylie, and uh, let's just get into it. Here we go. Hey, everybody. My name is Kylie Larson. I am the wife of Phil Larson, the host of this podcast. I'm a mom of Dax, and I also like to just call myself a maker. I call myself a maker because I just like making things. I don't know that I really thrive in any particular area of art, but I just really enjoy the process of making. And so when Phil asked if I would guest on the podcast this month, I was so stoked to do that because I am in a new phase of making. Though I've always made things, This season, after the quarantine, um, during this pandemic, during the heightened racial tensions of this moment, it has really caused me to reevaluate how I make and why I make and what I make. And what I've found, I've been defining, is that I want to make out of an overflow. This idea of creating out of overflow came to me as I was thinking about the framework of my beliefs, which you don't need to believe this way to get what I'm saying or get the truth out of what I'm saying. I was in seminary and we were learning about the creation of the world, wondering why God created the world at all and how. And I remember this one idea that I was particularly drawn to, that God created the world out of an overflow of love and joy and truth and beauty. And I loved this idea that everything we see, everything we are, is created not out of need or anger or pride or any sort of lack, but instead it is an overflow of just goodness. And this idea has just really come alive for me in a new way in the last few months. 
and it has really inspired what I'm making and how I make it. I think there's been times, and to be honest, I mean, it's still in the mix, but there's been times where what I make or say or do has been driven out of a need to prove myself or has been driven out of a lack that I perceive in my life or a pride issue or an anger issue. And you know what I'm finding as I evaluate the different seasons of my life and how I've approached them and what has come out of them is that the things that I have made, the things I've put out into the world that came out of a place of lack or anger or need have had a different quality to them. They just felt a little different, tasted a little different. A lot of them just kind of faded away, even if they felt so good at the time. And there's nothing wrong with that, but in this season, I just found myself so drawn to making something that would last and making something with that idea that when we create out of an overflow of beauty, out of an excess of love, out of our experience of truth in the world, when that's what we put out into the world as makers, I think we start to change the world just a little bit in a way that matters and is lasting. Phil and I have started on a new project together. It's called Kylie Makes It, and it's a YouTube channel for kids. And honestly, whether this channel ever makes it or not, it is making me a different person, and it's making me a different kind of maker. Because in every video that we make, in every kids' craft project and art lesson that we put into this, I am putting into it the overflow of my love for my son, of my hopes for him, of my love for my family, out of the best things that are in my marriage, that's what's going into every single moment of making this project. And I hope, it's my great hope, we'll see, that that energy, that beauty comes through and that that adds to everyone who watches it, experiences it, participates in it, their own experience of love and truth and joy and goodness in the world. And that that adds to their own overflowing. That as each person experiences it and does their own making, which we're all makers of something, that it would become more and more about an excess of what is good. That's my hope anyway. You know, it's not perfect and we're never 100% that, right? But it's my goal in these next few months, in this next years or whatever is the next things for this project to get better and better and better about the energy and spirit in which I'm making so that my product is something good and true and beautiful. Happy making to you. I love those thoughts. Uh, It really kind of sparked in my mind that we are always making something. It's easy to go, well, I'm not creative or I'm not artistic and I'm not making. And you are, you are, you're making, you're creating, even with your own words. You know, I like what Kylie said. You don't have to believe what she believes. I think there are some fundamental truths in uh, these these things, uh, especially with the overflow. The overflow of your heart. Uh, you are speaking, you are creating, you are putting things out into the world. 
And I have to check. I have to check myself because sometimes I'm not putting out the most constructive things. What, Phil, you put out this killer podcast and it's so constructive and it's so helpful and beautiful. Okay, sure. That's what you see. But behind the scenes, friends, I can also make bad things. I can make bad things happen. I do make bad things happen. Here's an example. I am a part of a service where songs get pitched to me to be included in some of my playlists on Spotify. And just this last month, I, <laughs> I, so people would pitch these songs and I will give a review. I will give a review even if I don't think that it should fit in my, I'm not playlist. And, and, um, sometimes when things, when songs aren't produced well, I can really begin to get on my high horse. So I made, and here's that word making again. I made a review. I put out into the world my review of this song that was not was not produced well. But my pride got in the way and out of an overflow of that space, of that place, my review was really mean. It was mean. And um I was not in the great greatest headspace that whole day. Um and leading up to this review, I just had another song that was like thinking that this song should not even be approved to be reviewed. And I was speaking on a whole nother level of, you know, this service was wrong and I can't believe they let you promote this song. Well, of course someone wants to promote their own song. It's not their fault. And they, they are presenting it before you to hear your thoughts. And so my thoughts could have been constructive. My thoughts could have been kind. I could have made, and here it is again, making. See, we're always making, always making. I could have made this person feel helped. Instead, I cut them down. I cut the service I was a part of down. And for a week, they they kicked me off it. It was reported and they, they said, no, this is wrong. I made a mistake out of an overflow of pride and arrogance and I'm better than you. So contempt, I reacted and I made a review words. I typed things into the computer that was no more than maybe four or five sentences that got me kicked off the service for a while. And after apologizing and hearing their side, I I was, you know, I said I was wrong and I made an apology and they made an exception. See, we're always making, um, this was kind of a rare thing. I wasn't, I was not having a great day. And so I, I'm back on it, but I made some mistakes And I grew from it. It all came down to the overflow of the state I was in in that moment. And that was not something I was proud of, what I did. It wasn't. They're just, it wasn't an overflow I want to operate out of. And I I have a tendency to go there sometimes. I have to check myself. What sort of overflow do you operate out of? I think we can, like Kylie, really tune into the most beautiful and best overflows of your heart. And then... (laughs) Like me, I can really tune into the worst and the worst comes out. And I don't help people that way. I don't help myself. I don't help my wife. When you're creating today, whether it's for work or for enjoyment, for pleasure, or if it's just out of, you know, obligation, I have I have to make the dishes at home clean. <laughs> and I'm speaking to myself here because it's one of my roles and I just don't like doing it sometimes. Even out of that, can the, can the overflow change? That you are washing dishes, that you are making these dishes clean out of the overflow of love for your family or for a future you that wants clean dishes, that 
is not inconvenience. Yeah, there's extra time right now. I can, I, I can make time for this. At my high school in Minnesota, the principal always came on the morning announcements at the very end of the announcements. He used that word, make. He started it out with the word make. He said, make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. That choice, the choice, that's the overflow, right? Where, where are you choosing? Are you going to make it a great day? What sort of overflow, the beautiful things, the kind things, the friendly things or not? Where's the overflow coming from there? I, we always kind of laughed at it as teenagers, you know, oh, here it is again. You have it memorized. It's, it's by heart, you know, over every day at the end of the morning announcements. And I look back at, on it now as an adult <laughs> and as someone who is encouraging others to choose your day, choose the stories being told in your, to, to yourself, choose the stories you are believing. You can make it a great day. And I know some, you may be hearing that and that sounds annoying to you. Yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. But will you try? Will you try? Do, don't do it for me. Don't do it for anyone. Do it for yourself. Do you, do you want the best things for yourself? And make a choice. Make. Make it. Make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. What overflow are you going to operate out of? It is a choice we have to make. And like I said, at the end of every episode, we do make that choice. We do make that choice. We introduce a positive narrative in our life and supported by neuroplasticity, we find a reflection of ourselves in a mirror and we say a positive thing, a positive mantra. And when you do that, make time to do that. Whether it's now or later, do that. Make time. Make it. Okay. Find reflection. Here we go. Today, I make the choice to operate out of an overflow of goodness. Good job. That's not easy to do. And especially that choice to make the choice to operate out of an overflow of good things, that is not an easy choice. It is a hard choice. And sometimes the easier path is the is the negative one, is the critical one, is the the one that cuts things and people down. And you know why that's easy? The neural pathways have gotten so worn into our heads because we've operated out of that so much, so easily. This has been our default reaction. And so those those pathways, those connectivities in our brain are the strongest and we are trying to break those. We are actively trying to break those. And that's the power of neuroplasticity. That is what we are trying to change and grow and rewire and renew. We are making a new way. There's so much research around this. Do a little Googling, as you know. And also, hey, will you check out Kylie Makes It? Again, she touched on it a little bit. It's a YouTube channel for kids. If you like Blue's Clues, you'll like it. If you like Mr. Rogers, hey, you'll see, you'll hear some hints. I'm the music guy, right? So you hear, hear some similarities to Mr. Rogers with the uh, improv reactive piano as Kylie's interacting with the camera, with the audience, with you. And how about Bob Ross? You like the calming art of Bob Ross? I'm telling you, Kylie makes it. We're hitting them all. We're hitting all the things. 
Um, I'm even going to throw in a little uh, blippy influence. And if you have little ones that watch YouTube, you know what I, you probably know what I'm talking about. Blippy is kind of all over the place. So um, we are doing those things. We are trying to hit the intention of Mr. Rogers with the emotional intelligence of, of Mr. Rogers, um, but the calming art of Bob Ross and the fun of Blue's Clues and Blippy. There's my there's my spiel. So check it out. Kylie makes it. Or check out KylieMakesIt.com. And if you're a teacher, we have art resources and lesson plans uh, for each video, believe it or not. Kylie's just doing a ton of stuff. And then also printables and cutouts for the kids uh, to do. It's really great for virtual learning, which, hello, that's where that's the where the world is right now. <laughs> you know, um, And also a parent blog that talks about tips and tricks uh, for uh, doing art with your kids which is not an easy task. Art with kids is something that some parents just love. Kylie's really good at and, and she loves. I, I get so stressed out about it, but uh, she gives, from her perspective, the best way to do things. So again, KylieMakesIt.com. There's a place for kids, for parents, and educators. We're gearing it pre-K to primary age group, but um, I know that there's some 8, 9, 10, 11 and some 12-year-olds that are watching it and enjoying it as well. So, okay, that's my spiel for this episode, <laughs> which is going too long. We are at the end of episode 110, but friends, remember, all these choices, the things you make, and the overflow from which you make them. Don't do them for me. Don't do them for anyone. Do them for you. It starts with you. you.